Thank you so much for visiting us online today. We believe God wants to speak to you through the following message. If you would like to connect with us or send us your prayer request, visit us at kingsgatehobs.com. He led me all around among the bones that covered the valley floor. God, God led the prophet so he could get a good look at all these bones. A symbol of what was lost, a symbol of what has died, a symbol of what we've given up on. They were scattered everywhere across the ground and were what? Completely dried out. Is it just me or do you guys' hands and lips get chapped in December in New Mexico, especially in Hobbs, right? Remember the hand sanitizer years a couple of years ago and a year ago? He said, man, my hands were all cracked, completely dried out. Let's keep going. Then he asked me, son of man, God is interesting this way. He loves to ask a question to provoke thought. He asks questions to get you to think. Son of man, can these bones become living people again? Wow. The prophet answered correctly. He said, oh, sovereign Lord, I don't know if that's a trick question or what. He says, I replied, you alone know the answer to that. Then he said to me, speak a prophetic message to these bones and say, dry bones, listen to the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says. Look, I'm going to put breath into you and make you live again. I will put flesh and muscles on you and cover you with skin. I will put breath into you and you will come to life. Then you will know. You will know that I am the Lord. Mm, let's keep going. Hang on with me. So I spoke this message just as he told me. Suddenly as I spoke, there was a rattling noise all across the valley. The bones of each body came together and attached themselves as complete skeletons. Verse 8, then as I watched, muscles and flesh formed over the bones. Then skin formed to cover their bodies, but they still had no breath in them. Someone say live again. Verse 9, that he said to me, speak a prophetic message to the wind, son of man. I don't want you to just look like you're alive. I want you to be alive. Speak a prophetic message and say, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Hmm. Come, O breath from the four winds. Breathe into these dead bodies so they may live again. Verse 10, the prophet says, so I spoke the message as he commanded me. And breath came into their bodies. They all came to life and stood up on their feet. A great army. I don't always do it this way, but I feel led to pray real quick. Let's pray. Let's agree. Father, I thank you for your word because it's sanctified. It's holy. It's already anointed. Bless your messenger today, God. I don't have it all together, but I will speak your word in truth and in love and in integrity today. Empower me by your grace and help me to get the point across something that is customized and tailor-made for every person in this house. In Jesus' name, somebody said, amen. I just want to get right into my first point because I'm, I'm antsy that way. Got a lot of nervous energy. Today. Someone say today. You say, man, that was a message for back in the day when I accepted Jesus. Maybe some, not everyone has accepted Jesus in here, but those, you've been a believer for a while. You say, man, well, that, that's... That was the message for me when I was reborn. Sure, sure. But did you know everybody needs a reminder of what God has done so that he can do it again today? Someone say today. Today. Some of you, I don't know who this is. I feel this strong. It's resonating deeply within me today is you need the message of 
God is a God of right now. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. You need a word from God today. You need something from God today. You guys know I love surveys, right? Anybody that's been with me any amount of time. How many of you have battled discouragement within the last month or two? Just go ahead and raise your hand. Be honest with God. Then this might, just might be a word for the Lord from you today. Let's go to Hebrews 3.13. I find this verse fascinating. You must warn each other every day while it is still today so that none of you will be deceived by sin and hardened against God. Remember, Scripture says the wages of sin is death, right? And when your heart is hard, your heart is hard, you're dead to the things of God, aren't you? Because you can't hear God, you can't have compassion. So while it's still today, we've got to encourage each other and say, hey, God is a God who deals with situations today. He wants you to have a heart of flesh and not a heart of stone today. He wants you to be sensitive to the things that he's doing today. I believe there's somebody in here who says, man, Pastor Matt, I don't know if I can love again, though. I've been heartbroken. Man, people have run roughshod over me. I, it was an ex-husband or an ex-wife or a relationship or a relative. How many of you know the ones closest to you are the ones that cut you the deepest sometimes? Whether intentionally or otherwise, you feel left out in the cold, you feel bummed out, you feel hurt. You know what? Today is your day to, it's your day to forgive. Today. Someone say today. Uh-huh. You're going to live again. We begin living again today. Don't wait till tomorrow. Don't put it off. Don't be a procrastinator. You guys have heard this story. I'm such a procrastinator sometimes, not with everything, but some things. I remember Jen had just told me, we'd been talking. She said, baby, you can't procrastinate with everything. I said, I know. I just don't want to do it. And she said, we've got to take some steps and get it done now. And I said, okay, okay, let's start tomorrow. I promise it wasn't planned, but it came out. I'm like, that sounds like a great plan, baby. Can we start first thing tomorrow morning on that? Whoops. How about today? I like the sound of that. Somebody just say that again. Say today. Uh-huh. He's a right now God. The past informs the present, but I'm going to tell you right now, God is all about today and moving forward. I just got back from a long road trip with Dad Brown. We drove back together from North Carolina. It was so fun. I am a road dog. I like the road. If I can sit up straight and get comfortable, you know, push, push out that lumbar support on my lower back, you know, in the driver's seat. I notice every time Dad and I switch places every couple hours or whatever, he would push the lumbar support back, <laughs> back into the chair. We ride differently. I'd adjust the steering wheel. He's a bigger guy than me. But I noticed on the highway, you know, you've, you guys, everybody's heard life is a highway, you know. that It's so true, the comparison. We were looking for a Starbucks at some point or a Waffle House, especially Starbucks. And I'd say, Dad, we missed, we missed the exit. Should we turn around? He said, nope, let's keep going. That was like the voice of God. Because it started resonating in me as I thought about this and prayed about this yesterday is, I can't go back to that last exit. It's time to keep moving forward. We're not going to take steps back. I can't revisit the past. You can think about the good things, those that we've lost. I still think about my mom. I cannot bring her back from the grave, but I can go to her one day when we... We go to heaven. It's sh hey, we're going to have to just call it good. I know we made mistakes in the past, but some of, some of you have gotten stuck back there in the past. I say to you, I say to you today, it's time to live again. Live again. Oh, I can feel by the Spirit of God. It resounds deeply within my heart.
Some of you have gotten stuck in the past. And it's like Uncle Rico on Napoleon Dynamite. Says I was, she said I was living too much in 1982. <laughs> like 1982? Not one or 83 or 84? No, that year. That was the year he, coach didn't put him in the game and he's stuck back there. It's time to move on. It's time to live again now. You've got people around you, especially God, going, come on. Come on, son. Come on, daughter. It's time to live right now in the moment. Be excited for tomorrow. But live right now. God is the God of the living, not the dead. And he says it's time to live again like those dry bones. You say, but, but I can't love anymore. I was hurt. Today is the time to forgive, love again, live again. Not tomorrow, now, right now. No more procrastinating, right? I'll start tomorrow. No. Let's do it today. Today is the right time. Now is the right time. Someone say right now. Right now. Glad you're here today. I know it wasn't an accident. God has a word for you, and he's already speaking to your heart. I can feel it. God's already messing with you. Don't you love it when God messes with you, even if it makes you uncomfortable? It's good when you feel a little discomfort in church. This is not the movie theater. I want you to be comfortable seated in your seat there we control the temperature we try to make sure the volume's just right there's no rain coming down on your head right now or wind blowing your your nice hair you know the wind doesn't affect me it affects you though but this is not the movie theater this is so much more than entertainment this could be the truth that changes your life forever and maybe just maybe you've been waiting for it today scripture says today is the day of salvation why is that? Because he's the God of the living, not the dead. He's the God of right now. He's the God of right now. Every prophetic word that has ever been spoken in Scripture is for right now. You say, wait, but what about, what about prophecies that haven't been fulfilled? Yeah, but it's God wanting you to know right now. I'll find out tomorrow. I'll just be ignorant till then. No. My mom used to say it so well. She'd say, babe, ignorance is not bliss. Ignorance isn't happiness or satisfaction. It's not. You say, See, I don't want to know, man. I just don't want to know. No. Scripture says my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. It's time that you knew so you have no more excuses. And guess what? Those of you at the sound of my voice today on the live stream or in this house, you're responsible for the word of the Lord now. Deuteronomy 29, 29 says, hey, all these promises and regulations that God has given you, you're responsible for those, you and your kids. But the high and hidden and deep things that God hadn't given you to know, you're not responsible for that. I'm not going to know everything, but we're responsible to know what he's given us and to act on it. Are you with me? Somebody say amen like you believe it. So someone say today. I love this. This is the central part of my message today, and that is believe. Someone say believe. Uh -huh. Scripture says without faith it's impossible to please God. How do I believe, or what is believing, or what is faith? Let's go to Hebrews 11.1. 1. I'm going to do it in the New Living Translation. Then I'm going to do it in the New King James Version. Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It's a real thing. God put it in your heart, mm, then it's important. If it's legal and moral, and you've been thinking about it, you've been wanting to do that, Scripture says the desire of the righteous. Who are the righteous? Those that are right with God by the blood of Jesus. If you've accepted Jesus, by faith you are right with God. So the desire you have in your heart, you say, man, I've really desired a new home so I can host more people, so I can have the family over, so I can have Bible study, so I can have my connect group at my new home, or I want to I move from this apartment and, and go here, or God, man, Lord, I need a new vehicle. That is not an evil desire. 
Or you say, man, I want my kids to be saved. Is that a desire from God? Oh, you bet. You've got to believe. Someone say believe. Mm -hmm. Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. The Amplified Version says it's a title deed. I don't, I don't have to be staring at one of the cars we paid off to know that it's ours. I have, I have the title hidden away somewhere. I know it's ours. It's in our name and it's ours. Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. Mm, let's do that in New King James Version real quick. Now faith, someone say now faith. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Substance. It's tangible. The evidence of things not seen. Let me read it again. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Some of you say, man, I'm, I'm stuck in a rut right now. Good news. You keep believing and you're going to keep moving ahead. You're going to keep moving forward. Even if it hurts. Even if it hurts. I'll tell you right now, I like my gym partner, but I don't always like going to the gym to work out. Last I checked, I got some new cracks around my eyes. I'm not getting any younger. But praise God, God is with me. He said he'll renew my youth like the eagles, but I've got to do something, right? I've got to take steps. Some of you said, man, God's been speaking to me about getting out and walking. That is taking steps of faith. It really is. It really is. It's not just spiritual. It's, it's also in the physical. You say, man, I can't lift five pounds. Yeah, but you could take five steps, perhaps. You could walk five blocks. When you believe, you start to move, move forward. Scripture says in the book of James, faith without works is dead. At some point, you've got to get up and move. And I know one of Satan's favorite pastimes is to neutralize you. You ever felt that way? You were depressed or anxious or bummed out or worried about something you did, or, and all you could do was sit there and you go, I can't do anything else. I don't know what to do. It's time to take steps. As you believe God, keep moving. Why? Because there's no new life without faith. You don't live again without believing. You say, I got this much faith. Praise God. Jesus said, all you need to do is believe like the grain of a mustard seed. Just a little bit of faith, just a little bit will carry you on to the next place in God, the next level. How many of you know God has not called you to stay on the same level forever? Did you know that? Just like a child or a puppy or whatever in nature, a human, right? They've got to grow. And there's different levels of growth. You would think it odd. You say, well, I'm just... I'm saved, but I'm just never going to grow. No, that, that doesn't make no sense. You've got to be able to grow. You've got to be able to grow. At some point, you've got to get stronger in faith. You don't just, because here's the problem with humans. Here's the problem with life, is things don't just stay the same. They either get better or worse. That's, that's one of my guiding, guiding principles in life. I've noticed that. He's got to move on toward God because he said, oh, leave it alone. It'll just get better by itself. It doesn't. It doesn't. You've got to have a plan for moving forward. And sometimes your plan is just moving. Somebody with me today. Say, I'm going to just take some steps. It's a dark place right now, but God is with you. The righteous falls many times, Scripture says, but they get up every time. The wicked, they fall, boom, they become dust. You ever stepped on a bug and it's just juice? The wicked, that's the wicked. It's just, where's the bug? Oh, it's just right. It's just juice now. It's just, ugh, it's moist. You can't see nothing. That's the wicked. Trials come and storms, it just blows them away. It's over. Not you, though. 
You get back up, shake it off. Say, I believe. Someone say, I believe. I know you do. You wouldn't be here this morning if you didn't believe. So we got today. Someone say today. Someone say believe. Let's do this again. Say, I believe. Say, God will do what he promised. Ooh, let's say that again. Say, God will do what he promised. Oh, I know you believe. So as we believe, what do you got to do? You're taking steps. Say, I got to move. I got to do something. I got to go for a walk. I got to. Okay. How about this? Number three, speak. Mm-hmm. Someone say speak. I want to read through part of that text again. Let's go to Ezekiel 37.4. It's so pertinent for what we're talking about this morning. Ezekiel 37.4. We're going to read to verse 10. And check this out. Then he said to me, speak a prophetic message to these bones and say, did you know you don't have to particularly be a prophet to speak a prophetic message? Did you know even proclaiming that Jesus is Lord is prophetic according to the book of Revelation? Anything dealing with Jesus is prophetic. Why? Because it's truth. When you speak the truth, you say God's going to do this. Oh, man, you know where you get to that point, you go, ah, it could happen. That's hope, right? Say God could do this. You ever, you ever just been in the toughest of times? You go, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. I think, I think this could work out. Huh. But then your, your faith starts speaking. It says, this is going to work out. Somebody say it's going to happen. Uh-huh. Some of you have been very patient. Don't, don't forget about your patience. Don't lose yourself in the mess. Don't lose yourself in the trial. God is working on it already. He promised. And I say to you this morning prophetically, because here's the truth of the word of the Lord. Your next season will be your best. Your next season will be your best season yet. Some of you are like, I'm in that season. Uh-huh. And if you're not, it's next. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. I know it. So speak. You say, well, what should I say? Speak what? Hmm, let's keep going. He said, speak a prophetic message to these bones and say, dry bones, listen to the word of the Lord. Listen to the word of the Lord. Let's keep going. This is what the sovereign Lord says. Look, I'm going to put breath into you and what? And make you live again. I'll put flesh and muscles on you and cover you with skin. I will put breath into you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Oh, man, that bears repeating. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Verse 7. So I spoke this message just as he told me. Suddenly as I spoke, there was a rattling noise all across the valley. The bones of each body came together and attached themselves as complete skeletons. Then as I watched, muscles and flesh formed over the bones. Then skin formed to cover their bodies, but they still had no breath in them. As I watched. We used to get in trouble growing up. You remember, John? Mom would say, hide and watch. Hide and watch. It's coming. It's going to happen while you watch because I'm giving you my word right now. It's coming. It's coming. It's on its way. And you will see it happen, dear people of God. You're going to see it happen. You're going to see the flesh being formed over those bones, those things that were dead and useless. You say, that's never going to happen again. Guess what? It's going to happen. It's on the horizon. It's here even now. It's here even now. Then as I watched, muscles and flesh formed over the bones and skin formed to cover their bodies, but they still had no breath in them. Then he said to me, speak a prophetic message to the wind, son of man. Speak a prophetic message and say, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Come, O breath, from the four winds. Breathe into these dead bodies so they may live again. 
Verse 10, so I spoke the message as he commanded me, and breath came into their bodies. They all came to life and stood up on their feet, a great army. Some of you are going to say here in the next six months, you're going to look back and go, how did that happen? You allowed God to breathe life into your situation because you spoke it and believed. Today, speak the word of God and believe today. While it's still today, don't let your heart get hard. While it's still today, deal with it right now. Deal with it right now. You say, man, I, I, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to force it to happen. I'm trying to, man, I, I just feel like i got to do it in my own strength. You don't. The prophet didn't do it by himself. He did what God said. He showed up. Remember, God asked the prophet Ezekiel, said, can these bones live again? Is that a trick question? Can I be blessed again? Can I do well again? Can I make it through again? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you're going to make it. You're going to make it. Somebody needs to hear that this morning. You say, man, I, I don't know. No, I, I know because God's word said it. You're going to make it if you want to. If you want to lay down and die right here, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll give you a good spiritual burial. But if you say, no, I'm going to get up and march. I'm going to keep going. No, uh-uh. this is not it. It's not over. But today is the day of salvation. So speak it. Speak his word. What do I say? His word. He said, speak this message. Let's go to verse 4 again. 37.4. It says, speak a prophetic message to these bones and say, dry bones, listen to the word of the Lord. Now here's the catch. You got to have a little bit of the word in you to be able to speak it. Learn his will and his way. Learn his will and his way by simply reading the Word of God. Simply reading the Word of God. It is that simple. Someone say it's that simple. I don't usually do this, but look at your neighbor and go, hey, it's that simple. Yeah, look at your neighbor and go, it's that simple. Y'all look over there and wave at them. Everybody wave at somebody in here. Go ahead. Make sure. Wave. Wave across the room. Say, hey, it's that simple. You too. It's that It's that simple. It's that simple. Get into the Word so you know God's Word. Say, I know God's best for me is that I be healed. I know God's best for me is that I be blessed. I don't understand everything, but I know what God has promised. Someone say, I know and I believe. Therefore, I speak. Hmm. What should I say? I believe that God is going to do it again. We used to sing a song in here years ago, He'll do it again. He will. He has a proven track record. You say, that part of my life is dried out. It's, it's, that part of my life is so dead, it's crusty. Some, some of you sleep like the dead, right? Some of you sleep deep. Some of you wake up, man, you got, you got spit stains and you got stuff on your eyes. You're like, man, that's crusty. That's crusty. That's okay. You shower and get up. In the same way, man, you rise again because now God has spoken to you. He's given you a word. It doesn't have to stay dead. Now, there's some things in your life that don't need to be resurrected. Bye. Pastor Coy says, pucker up and kiss all that mess goodbye. Wow. Big fat kiss for that part of my past. Goodbye. Never again. But there's some aspects that God says, no. This, this good thing, this thing I promised, this thing you knew should have happened earlier, this thing that you knew was my will, says God, it's going to live again. It's going to live.
And some of you have been in seasons. I've been there in those years. We said, Lord, I, I feel I feel crazy, man. I feel like, is it ever going to change? You promise. And God says, I'm working on you and I'm working it out. I'm working on you and I'm working in you and through you and I'm working it out. Do you know some of the best messages I ever preached? I preached when I didn't know how I was going to make it to church that morning on a Sunday. I've told my wife this. You've heard me testify. And I would just, if I knew if I could just get to where the microphone was, I could preach a message of hope and life, even though I was going through grief, hurt, heartbreak, disappointment. I thought, if I can just get to that mic, then I'll tear the place down. <laughs> Sometimes it's getting there, huh? Some of you are like, man, I, I don't know if I can make it to church. Drag yourself in. We got a seat for you. You can make it. I don't know if I can make it back to work and, and, and hold my faith and hold my head up. No, you can. Someone say, speak. Uh-huh. Let's speak some of the word of the Lord here. Say, say this. Say, if God is for me, who can be against me? Say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Say, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Say, God has my best interest in mind. Say, God loves me. He's for me. He's with me. He speaks to me. He protects me. He empowers me. He's my God, and I'm his child. Say, I'm going to make it. Say, no matter how I feel, I'm going to make it. That is his promise to you. I was talking to Pastor Dad here recently, and we looked at each other. I believe it was last Sunday, and Dad said, I'd rather die believing than live a life of unbelief. I said, amen, that's me. See, I didn't get all the promises. That's okay. If we get 90% of them while we're alive, if we get 80%, great. But God's going to fulfill some promises in you if you don't give up. Don't give up. The job is not done yet. It's time today. Someone say today. Let's go through our points real quick, and then I'll wrap it up. Number one is today. Mm -hmm. It's time right now. It's time today. Today. Number two, believe. Mm -hmm. When you believe, you can live again. And number three, man, you speak it. You believe. Well, if you believe, it's time to speak it so you can live again. Someone say speak. Let's say all three again one more time. Good review. Review is good. Say, today, I believe, and I will speak God's word. Go ahead and bow your heads and close your eyes, if you would, please. It's time for you to live again. It is time, dear brother and sister, for you to live again. But you can't, you can't live again without making Jesus the Lord of your life. If there's anyone in this house at the sound of my voice, we're on the live stream who says, Pastor Matt, I have never committed my life to Jesus. I've never confessed him as my Lord. If that's you today, you don't need to be ashamed. Let's pray together so that you can get right with God. Some preachers say making peace with God. Is there anyone in this house who would raise their hand and say, Pastor Matt, if I died tonight, I may go to hell. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to heaven. If I died tonight, I don't know where I'd go. I don't know what I believe in, but I know God is real. If that's you this morning, you say, man, I need to get right with God and confess Jesus as my Lord and accept him in my life and in my heart. Would you raise your hand? 
We're going to pray together as a family. There's no pressure for you to do it alone. We'll pray as a family. If that's you, raise your hand today. God bless you, sir, for your courage. Is there anybody else in here? You say, man, I need to get right with God. It's time. Okay, how about, how about you say, I accepted Jesus, but I haven't lived like it. Would you raise your hand? Come on. God bless you for your courage. God bless you for your integrity. God bless you. That's wonderful. Let's pray together. Everybody in this house, repeat this prayer with me. Say, Heavenly Father, I can't make it without you. Say, without Jesus, I'm just a sinner. I cannot save myself. Say, Lord God, forgive me. Cleanse me. Change me. Say, I need you, Lord. I'm so sorry for my sin. But say, now I confess and I believe that Jesus is Lord. Say, Satan is not my Lord. The world is not my Lord. Say, I am not my own Lord. Say, Jesus is my Lord. He is Lord of my life. And say, I believe he died and rose again for me. Say this real quick. Say, I'm saved because I believe and I have spoken. I give you glory, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. You've been made right with God. You've been made right with God. It's that simple. Now you just got to walk in it. Stay in God's word, pray, hang out with godly people, people who are like-minded, who believe in the word. Go ahead and stand to your feet. If this word touched you even in the remotest area of your life today, I want you to raise a hand. If there was something in this word that moved you, something in his words that man encouraged you, great. Keep those hands in there. Let's pray. Father, I speak a blessing over your people. They were here, not by accident today, but by divine appointment. They had a meeting with you, God. Not a meeting with me. I, I had the privilege of being the errand boy, the message boy. The guy, like the old school folks, would bring a telegram. I got to bring a word from you, Lord, but it's your word. It's your glory. And I thank you because you're speaking to us. You're changing us. Help us to walk in it, live in it like we really believe it. I thank you for your people once again today and the privilege it is to speak to their humble hearts. We give you glory today. Every attack of the enemy is broken, and I thank you that we will walk out and live and apply and do your word because it's not enough just to believe. Now we've got to do something. Now we've got to speak it. Now we've got to do it. We thank you for that, God, and we do it today. We commit to start today. In Jesus' name, somebody said, amen.